Since the pandemic, and this is your first Zoom request. Yeah, I've always just expected everyone else to do it, I think. Yeah. Unbelievable. Which was exactly what I texted you in. <laughs> just for the for the for the listen, let's start off on the wrong foot. <laughs> this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I messaged George a while ago. I said, you know what, we talk, we talk every week, voice notes. Uh if we're uh, coming from a gig or to a gig, we'll chat in the car on the phone and I thought maybe we should just record this we'll, we'll meet up each week on zoom and we'll do a podcast and um we can just chat about our weeks he said great and then we threw a few names around and then uh I came up came up with a name and then uh I said I'll, I'll message uh Jigsaw who do who've done our posters in the past for our tour shows I said I'll get them to to do a design for that and I said here's here's an idea I'm thinking of and then I emailed them and Bit of correspondence back and forth to come up with the image. <laughs> I think it's all, all, all fair to say so far, George. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, it's um, uh, yeah. I mean, you go into quite a bit of detail on it, but yeah, it's. it's uh... And then I, what, what did I do this week? I, I bought the jingle. I, uh, I, I went online and uh, I thought yeah. I'd, I'll find some music. Sent you some ideas and said, "What do you think of this one?" Purchased yeah, it. So Jake, Jake sent me the ideas. <laughs> I um I listened to one, uh, and then I listened to another one, and then I thought about that, and then I uh, and then I, I gave feedback. Um, so yeah, we're both doing both doing sort of bits. Both doing stuff, are we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then I just said, oh, we better get an email address sorted so people can can yeah. write in. So <laughs> I was just doing that. Ten minutes before we we're about to start the record, and I sat down at one o'clock, which was the arranged time. I said to George. <laughs> You got a, you got a Zoom request for me. <laughs> I need to try. And, I usually just wait for you to do it. Good. <laughs> oh man, this feels like one of those uh, conversations that I used to have when I was younger with my mum, and probably now have with my wife, where suddenly she's had enough and gone. Right, I'm going to list all of the things that I do for you. So yeah, me and your so wife I... have the same tactic with you. <laughs> She does it to the, the oh. mother and the mother-in-law, and I do it to the listeners, which is currently <laughs> X amount. We've got no idea. Yeah. I should explain the cough as well, man. This is the best it's been. I think six weeks I've had a cough. And this six is, uh... weeks. Wow. That's... Yeah, I've got antibiotics now. Oh, so, that's... so I've not done the antibiotics. And the worst news for me is mine started on the 19th <laughs> of December, which means I've got a few more weeks left. Oh, right. Uh, well, I guess it's at the doctor's discretion of how long, isn't it? Well, unless we've got the same thing, there seems to be something going around, and I've heard, the number I've heard is three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> right. Isn't that funny that people say um, there's something going around? If the, mm. imagine if you if somebody if you went, oh, I'm feeling a bit under the weather, and then somebody just went, there's nothing going around. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely like, terrifying. Oh, oh man. <laughs> what nothing? Nothing. No, not a trace. I've not heard not, word of not anything. anything. I've got I've got yeah. many friends and I spend a lot of time online and nobody's mentioned anything. So <laughs> I hope you're all right. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing going around. Well that's a. Uh, in fact, that's when I went to the doctor, I said to him, I said I was like, as you do, you're going, Oh, I've had this thing, I've had it for quite a while, but uh, you know, I've heard that there's something going around. And he sort of gave me a look as if to go that don't mean anything you know it's it, so what 
<laughs> it doesn't make an illness not an illness. <laughs> years of medical school. And you've yeah, got yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it, Doc. I've, uh, I've heard it's going around, so... <laughs> you might not have noticed this. I don't know if... <laughs> you might have been a bit quiet around, around these parts recently. But uh, let me tell you, I've been out there in the streets and there, there's uh, something yeah. going around. <laughs> it's just the easiest thing, isn't it? So, yeah, today's the first time I've actually... I was working out, I think, in like five or six weeks, the first time I've done something like physical that, that, cause I keep thinking, Oh, I need to for bloody exercise. I've not done any exercise, yeah. but I've just not got the, um, the lungs for it at the moment. But yeah, I did, uh, sawed a bit of wood earlier. Just was that, was it for a purpose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I would have done it anyway, but yeah, it's, it's been staring at me all Christmas. Like there's this sleeper in the garden that needed a sawing and, uh, I saw it. I also sawed up the Christmas tree when I was at it. Did you? Oh, yeah. is that a thing? I just thought you put it out in the street and they come and collect it. They? I don't know who they are. It's, it's oh, like a, it's almost Jake. more magic oh, than Father God. Christmas. But I've seen London... a Christmas tree out in the street. This morning, yeah. actually, doing the school run, I saw one out and I thought, <laughs> what do you expect to happen? They, no, there's, a, there's an official collection. An official collect? I've never heard of yeah. it. Yeah, I used to live in London. Well, <laughs> Don't forget yeah, that, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> He's been around. Let's yeah, let's just for, for the for the listener because what what might happen yeah. here is you might follow uh, George on Instagram, uh, George yeah. Lewis Comedy. Is that the handle? Uh, George Lewis Com. Com. George Lewis Com. And it, it, yeah. you might have seen his his fun parenting videos, or. You might follow me. You might have seen my uh, my, my generational and and other uh, observational walk and talks around the park. So, yeah. But George and I, um, and somebody there might be a few that follow us both and go, "Wow, never knew they were friends." Um, we're not. Yeah. Some people might might. <laughs> some people think we're the same person. Actually, we notice that in comedy quite a lot. You'll we'll be out doing gigs, and uh, I've often get. I remember one where where they went, "Oh, how's the how's the wrist, mate?" And I was like, "What? Um, no, absolutely fine. I'm not got." A... And then it clicked for me. Jake had, I think, broken his wrist or sprained it or something. And I was like, yeah, "Oh no, you think of Jake?" Oh right, okay. So he got it wrong, not me. Yeah, wrong person, <laughs> wrong body part. But thanks for caring. <laughs> but I said, "I said, oh, it's not me. Oh, that's not me. That's Jake." And the guy who was speaking to the other comedians went, "No, it's not. It's you." <laughs> no, really? He, he just wanted. <laughs> what, what can you do? Yeah. I, um, yeah. All right. Sorry. Back to where you were. I had it in 2000. No, no. I've got another digression. Oh, I'm th- right. I think this will be the theme of the podcast. <laughs> we will start on one point, yeah. go via about 75, and then never get back yeah. to the initial point. But <laughs> I had it, which I went through a breakup in uh, 2000 mm. and um, uh, yeah. 2017. Keep it light. And, um, <laughs> Well, I went. Which is it? Two thousand seven. You actually, you can check this with me. It might have been two thousand. Which year did you get married? Uh, uh, yeah, I got married in t- yeah twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. So I went up to Edinburgh to do the fringe. Uh, it must have been August two thousand seventeen. You got married, right? Yep, correct. Yep. Because uh, I bumped into another comedian, uh, and I just, I, in fact, leading up to <laughs> Edinburgh, which is the festival in Scotland, obviously comedy festival for a month. George didn't go that year, obviously getting married. Yeah. And not, not the not the ideal place to take your wife for the honeymoon to just be with all your colleagues working. But um, I had in that year I'd gone through a breakup, and then 
two weeks after uh, we broke up, um, I had my uh, house uh, broken into and my car stolen. Um, I don't think it was her. <laughs> you know, but we never know. But anyway, so I'd go up to the fringe thinking, how good I just get a month now just to sort of, you know, unwind and, and well, not unwind, but, yeah. you know, go a bit mad. You get to drink and you, you have a good time for the month up there. And the first person I bumped into just went, what were you doing here? I thought you were getting married this month. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no, no, no. No, I'm the one whose life's falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate you've just been on the phone to the police talking about your breaking about how the, the criminal had been cutting up all your clothes saying you bastard <laughs> writing on it um do you know what happened was they found my car in uh november they called me up i was on holiday in spain um it was my honeymoon i was on a holiday in spain <laughs> and um they called me up. They said, we found your car. They they said some name to me. They said, do you know a guy called? And they said the name. And I said, no. And they said, oh, he's claiming that he's your friend and he borrowed the car, which is terrifying because this guy then obviously knew my uh, name. And they said, in yeah. the car, we found a uh, a balaclava, a, uh, a crowbar, and a machete. Jeez. And my, my joke that I used to tell on stage was, and then I said, oh, I've been looking for those. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> obviously what i said was oh my god because what happened was they took the um they took the keys so what happened was i've been at home and yeah. i was in the shower i was about to go into london to meet some friends when i got out of the shower I went to, uh, got ready i went to leave the house i couldn't find my keys anywhere and then i realized that the front door looked a bit strange and i tried to open it and the lock was all busted and i was like what's happened here and i couldn't find my keys anywhere and then i went to check my car my car was still it was parked just around the corner. It was still there. Mm. This is so weird, but my door wouldn't lock. Like the lap yeah. had clearly been broken. So I put a table up against the door, a uh, coffee table on top of the table, chairs. I put everything on it to like weigh it down. So that was the only thing that would keep my front door um, yeah. closed. And then um, obviously what I should have done is call a locksmith, but I did, for some reason. I yeah, I mean, that. that's exactly what happens in a horror film. And then you turn around <laughs> and you see the guy with the machetes in the house. <laughs> And you've just locked so... yourself in there with him. It's exactly what you don't do. <laughs> the people, if they were watching that in a cinema, would be screaming yeah. at the, this guy deserves yeah. to die. <laughs> um, so I um so I put it all against that and then slept. Somehow I ended up sleeping that night. And then until I woke up at one point and I could hear the door like moving and someone was bashing against the door. So what? I just got up and made like a load of noise, whatever, and then it stopped. Oh, what sort and of I was noise like, you make? Weird. At that, at that point, <laughs> I don't want to admit it, but it would have been like the most masculine thing. Like, oh, what's going on? I was, I was like just making loads of noise, yeah, yeah, to be, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and hoping to sound like three people. Um, <laughs> yeah. so... Oh, darling, who's at the door? <laughs> oh, she's yeah. It's probably one of my dealer mates, uh, or probably someone from down at the strongman gym. <laughs> Although if it turned out it had been um, my ex just returning to pick something up, imagine <laughs> me having to explain to her that I was pretending that there, another girl was there. <laughs> Pathetic. Yeah. But other than that, oh, I'm man. fine about the breakup, actually. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, I made some noise and it stopped. And I was like, but it was at this time, it must have been about, it was summer and it must have been about five or six in the morning. So it was now starting to get light, which definitely helped. And then I went... Like back to my room and I was like, okay, what do I do? 
should I call the police or but I was still trying to figure out exactly what was going on so I mm -hmm. thought I'll go and um just check the cars there so I pulled all the tables away and everything and went out and uh the car had gone and they'd stolen my car and obviously my car was parked around the corner but if they had just done the beeper thing they would have just been been able just to yeah. press the button and see which yeah. one uh it was and then they they took the uh the, the um the car um uh but other than that it was quite a smooth breakup and i handled it fine <laughs> Sorry, that didn't mean oh to be God. such a bleak and i can't remember why i ended up telling that last bit well i don't know it's it uh, but that yeah that is terrifying the, the, the thought that he was in your house and met, i'm saying he it you know could have been her <laughs> could have been her <laughs> um he yeah, the thought that he might, he, they might have been in the house with a machete is terrifying. We've, in fact, I've only ever been broken into once. That was in, that was in London. So I think yeah, that will tell typical. you all you need to know about. <laughs> but they just, had, to be honest, they just sort of like politely nipped in, took out all the. Um, we had a lot of like gift vouchers in the um, letter rack, and they just <laughs> took them and then left. So, right, that was the worst. Um, <clears throat> I had my car stolen. I remember when I was at uni. So it was at a time, you know, when you're at uni and you've got, it must have been like the first or second year where you're just going out every single night, hung over every single morning. And I remember yeah. we'd, we'd always wake up feeling awful, get in the car and just drive to uni and then park it somewhere. There was like, it was in Sheffield, like there's loads of different streets. It was always hard to find parking. So you just leave it anywhere. And the car was so fucked. And I remember one day, I'd gone into uni and I felt awful, still probably a bit drunk. Got back, parked the car, and threw up in the car. Like Oh my god, George. <laughs> I know. It was it was just like such in the a bad car. Handover. I know, that's how bad it was. I couldn't get the I couldn't open Any the warning. door throw outside the car. But yeah, I just oh like <laughs> Yeah, this is uh <laughs> this is a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was just like threw up in the car and I was so hungover. I was with my mates as well. They were in there as well, but we were, they were just like, let's just step away from this now. I need to so go far and lie to down. I'll, well, yeah, I'll I'll come back and uh, sort this later. Obviously I didn't because, you know, the day ran away with itself. And then the next day we're like, oh God, we've got to go to the car. And it's going to be full of sick. But yeah, we'll go and <laughs> drive, to, drive to uni. And the car just wasn't there. And then, well, I couldn't find where it was. So, and anyway, yeah, it turned out it had been it had been stolen. But I thought to myself, it's not good to get your car stolen. But if there's any day to, oh, to yeah. get it stolen, that's it, isn't yeah. it? I I love that they would have had to sit <laughs> in my pew. <laughs> I mean, but they did, they did fact, you a favour. Yeah, well, they did. It's funny you say that about the fire because they they did go and set fire to it. Well, perfect. Because you can't call up the insurance company and claim on I threw up in the car. Can I yeah. get a new one? <laughs> yeah. Well, the police the police had found it then and did like graffitied it all inside and set fire to it. And they were like, well, they didn't actually say it, but I wanted them to go. And there was some vomit in there as well. I need to go. Oh no, that is that adds insult to it. <laughs> oh, what they are proper scum. What scum? Yeah. Um. Well, to the listener, if you're still listening, I I, I hope that the podcast <laughs> will be a bit more uh, upbeat and a bit more um, less. I didn't think that there would be so much crime and vomit mentioned within the first yeah, twenty that's minutes. That's not of representative the podcast, of our lifestyle. I don't think. 
it, it's it's the us we used to be before uh, Instagram reels <laughs> came into <laughs> yeah, our yeah, lives, yeah. <laughs> kept us off the streets. Well, now I'm soaring wood. You know, I'm, I'm very wholesome now. I can't believe that's how that started. <laughs> Thanks for bringing us back because I was thinking, how did we get here? And it was, yeah. you went outside, you sawed some wood. We had a debate about the Christmas tree collection, uh, exactly. which I don't know how you do it in the North, but in London, <laughs> for some reason, you put them out in the street and the they come and collect them. Yeah, okay. That's the metropolitan elite. Yeah, <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> well, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I've got to pack mine into little pieces and, and put it in the green bin. That's the, that's the plan for later on. Oh my on. God. Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess you've got more space up there. Yeah, it's it's just generally a nice place to be. Um, but the, um, the, the, the yeah, the soaring was hard. That's what I thought. This is going to be my test of how well I am. The soaring, and it took yes. so long. And I think it's brought the cough back as well. Because I, mm. I, I have got an electric saw, um, but it's 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 not working. Got it off. Uh... Do you ever buy anything on Facebook Marketplace? Uh, no, no, I, I, you know, those things that in your life are just complete, um, I would say like <laughs> blind spots where you just go, yeah. that's, I've, I didn't go in at entry level when it first became a thing. So it's beyond me. Like I've got no idea ah. how to use any of that. It just, like, it's that. And what's the other one that there's like a few, it's like another social media thing or something that somebody people use, maybe it's something like LinkedIn or whatever. Like it's just yeah. never something I ever had to do, so I've got no idea what's going on with it. Like yes. I don't understand. It I agree with you on that one. Yeah, yeah. I could give you a little, uh, bring you up to speed quickly on Facebook Marketplace because I've got pretty into it recently. Um, Brilliant. Buying yeah. and selling. <laughs> yeah, doing doing it all, mate. Um, so the uh, buying is so the first <clears throat> thing I bought. I think it was a cot because we. Uh, uh, long story short. We decided to only have two kids, and then we had a surprise third kid, and we got rid of everything that we had for the kids. So we needed to buy everything again. I didn't want to pay full price for everything because we got rid of it all. Um, so I thought I'll get some stuff off marketplace. Can I just uh, um, can I just interrupt just to sort of give a a thought to um, <laughs> sort of seventy years time when when you've passed and your your <laughs> your child thinks. Oh, that that mentioned a podcast he did. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and listen to that, and then it's almost like he's still here, and then just hits play. Twenty minutes in, well, I didn't know he did that when he was at uni. And it, he was that I was irresponsible, and I was a third child, but that he loved me. And then then they get the curve, love, and there was an accident. It's a happy accident, yeah. Um, but, so, but an accident nonetheless, um, and, it, and it brings with it. It brings with it its, its own. Uh, 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 financial implications so yeah so i'm i'm there on facebook so i bought a cot the first thing i got was this cot decent value it was near to where i live but when you buy something on facebook marketplace they give you an area a, a rough area of where you're collecting it from but it's very right. it's very broad the area and then you once they accept your offer they tell you where to meet them so the first one i bought it and the bloke said all right i'm not going to give you my address though I'm just going to tell you a street to go to. I'll meet you there and I'll take you to the place. So I'm like, oh my God, this sounds terrifying. I've seen this film. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he was like, I'm just I'm just scared of scammers, scammers. There's loads of scammers on here. So I was like, right, okay. 
Uh, but surely so only the on. seller could be the scammer. I don't know how the buyer could be the scammer. You're going to go and collect it and give him money. Well, we'll get to that. I'm not. I wasn't sure either, because I was like, I don't understand how. What what scams? But anyway, we'll get we'll get to that. So um, I went along and I met him, and anyway, it was the exact opposite situation of what I thought. It was a guy who lived in a really really wealthy area, and he just didn't want to give out his address to someone he didn't know, and he took me. Uh, and he lived in this oh. enormous house, and he was getting rid of this. And I was like, "Oh, this is face. This is what Facebook Marketplace is all about. This is brilliant." So that was great. And then I had the opposite um, scenario. So there's three scenarios. I had the opposite one the next time because I met this bloke who listed a really nice area um, and oh. told me to meet him there. And he said, "Oh yeah, there's just some. Um, well, I think he might have even said, oh, there's some apartments there. I'm buying a kid's bike for this next one.'" Um, so he said, oh, it's just these apartments. Um, this next one is the story, not the child, you mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, refer to the third one as this next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I met up with the bloke. And then anyway, where he told me to meet him, it was just like this row of takeaways. I was like, oh, this is a bit weird. And then I'm there for ages. And he just texts me, go in, two mins. And I'm like, uh, he's not very conversational, this guy. No. And then he like turned it. up riding a kid's bike. <laughs> kid's bike. <laughs> with, a, with, with, with a child about 100 metres behind him crying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but, oh, my yeah, God. It was, that it was must have looked insane. Well, yeah, it was a kid's bike. It wasn't as small as the bike I was trying to buy, but it was a lot too small for this for this man. Um, and he had his hood up, and he had like a big chain around his, like a, well, I guess it was a bike chain, like around his thing. And he didn't even say anything to me, because I'm thinking, is this him? But then he's the type of person that I didn't want to stare at if it wasn't yeah. him. Yeah. So I'm just sort of sheepishly like looking up, and then he caught my eye, and he didn't say anything. He just did like with his head as if to go <sighs> this way then he went to these huge metal gates unlocked them opened it up and went come on and i was like oh, oh okay. my god so i followed him round the back of the takeouts where there's these lockups and he opened one up uh and it was just full of bikes and the first words he said to me was they're not stolen and I was <laughs> which <laughs> and i was I mean... like well you know, if you can't trust a, a guy on a kid's bike who you've never met before, uh, but then actually like... we got we got chatting for a bit, and he was actually he was he was a nice guy, um, and he he did Lovely say actually, <laughs> he said he's got yeah I can go back to him to throughout the years as the kids grow, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think you'll be that? in prison. Thank you, but. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so that one, my guard, my guard's up. And then the third thing I bought was this electric saw. So I'd got it. Um, From him? No, 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 no. <laughs> Although, yeah, he's definitely got one, but I, I think he needs it. Uh, so <laughs> it's from this other guy. And he listed his address. And I'd gone round and... It was a row of houses, not too far from where I live, but I don't, I'd never been on the street before. And as I'm approaching his house, warning bells are going off because he had a really nice car, but the house had graffiti on the actual house itself. So 
there was spray Ooh. paint on the outside walls of the house. Um, saying okay. pedo. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I was going to say, what was it? What was it? It was just like a tag. It was like you couldn't work it out. It was just like oh, which yeah. is strange because it's isn't that odd? Because obviously he's been the victim there of graffiti, but it just reflects badly on him. Yeah, it does reflect badly, doesn't it? It's um, but it was so close to the, to, to the house. It was like strange. It was almost like if I'd have seen that, I'd have gone, oh, the person who lives there has done that to their own house. But anyway, right. Uh, so anyway, I knock on the door. Guy opens it. Um, first, like in a split second, just do a quick judgment of him, which you, you know, it is rightly or wrongly. That's what you do when you first see someone. He's got a neck yeah. tattoo. I'm like, okay, oh boy, okay, oh boy, okay. Uh, and then and and an electric saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just sort of revving it in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Hockey mask on. <laughs> But yeah, the moment he says he starts speaking, I'm just like, oh, this guy is lovely. Uh, and and immediately explained, oh, God, sorry about the front of the house. I've just bought it. I've just bought the house. Um, he was like, we're going to do it up and stuff like that. But it's just a bit embarrassing at the moment because obviously it looks the way it does. And I came in, he was like, oh, this is my partner in here. She's, and she was in there and she'd like hurt leg or something and she's putting some deep heat on and she was like and then the kid was upstairs on the playstation and really just the nicest people just the, oh what yeah. a life lesson for you and yeah. for all of us yeah <laughs> yeah what is it what's the lesson um just because i'm I, confused I guess the old one of like don't judge someone by how but don't judge somebody by the graffiti on their house i think uh, <laughs> yes but by the content or, or, their, or um... the graffiti on their neck <laughs> yeah um well that's nice yeah. So, um, so, but then I was like, I don't even understand what the scams are. Like, how how are you scamming someone? Because surely, if you just someone turns up with some money, and you haven't got the product, and then you rob the money off them, that's not really a scam. That's just like mugging someone. Yeah. Like, that's not yeah, a Facebook that's, that's scam to me. Crime. Yeah. So, but then now I've started selling on there. There is a scam going around. So you put something on and I've had it a couple of times from different people where they'll send you a message and they go, oh, absolutely love it. Willing to pay full price. Um, We'll pay cash as well, but I'm so busy with work. I'm going to send a courier to deliver it. And you're like, all right, a bit weird. I didn't know. Uh, Not to deliver it, to pick it up. Yeah, this has been strange. Um, Yeah. And then I I did a quick Google and apparently that's a thing. They'll send a courier, like like a legit one, um, right. but the courier has always not got the cash um, for you. They're meant ah. to bring the cash in, but they haven't got it. And people sometimes just go, oh, or maybe you message the, the person and go, oh, they've not got the cash. And they go, oh, what? Oh, no, I've just been on the phone to them. Apparently it's got lost. Um, God, this is going to cost me loads of money to get it. And then people go, oh, well, just take the item now and, and you know, send me oh, the thing. Oh, wow. So right. that, I guess that is a scam. That, that's a scam, isn't it? That that is a scam. Um, that that is a shame. Um, so and a good warning, yeah. people listening. But I mean, I'll be honest. You haven't sold Facebook Marketplace to me. <laughs> yeah, I think even the even the even the positive stories are a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, um, I'll I'll leave it. Thanks. Um. So I guess the aim of the podcast is we we go over our weeks um, and what we've been up to this week. But now I have to go over my diary and see what I have been up to. Um, 
Have you gigged this week or not because you're ill? Um, no, I got one tonight. Oh, okay. Where are you tonight? It's in Manchester. New material, but like a longer set. I'm doing out in half an hour. Of, I mean, it, it won't. Let's be honest. It won't be half an hour of new material. It'll be 25 right. minutes of the of the old stuff and <laughs> a new joke about the post office, which is probably badly judged. <laughs> How much of it's going to be on Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> yeah, make your make your purchases tax deductible if you talk about it out there. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it's already was, um, cash, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it's not what we declared on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm actually. I'm. I'm in. Just in London, I'm just down the road tonight, just doing again new material. Oh, um, and have you been? Which about is my favourite. I was um, last night actually. I was in Oxford with uh, Mr. Michael McIntyre. We've got um, don't know him. A big gig. <laughs> We've got a big gig this weekend, so we thought we'd go in. Well, he obviously thought I didn't. I didn't suggest it. <laughs> uh, Michael, I've been thinking you might want to run through things just to sort of keep you fresh. Uh, it's worth saying as well for the listener. Jake is Michael's support act. Um, I'm sure you all know what that is, but Jake Jake goes out for 20 minutes, I'd say. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I got to just do yeah 20 minutes of of, of jokes, and then um, yeah. uh, and then what's annoying is. Um, that I go out and then Michael comes straight out after me. So what that means is if there was a break after me, which is quite a traditional mm. way of doing it, when you go and see like a, um, maybe a band or something people used to see and support yeah. there, is that there's a break afterwards and because people have got nothing to do, they follow you on Instagram or they follow you somewhere. Um, yeah. But he comes out straight after me. So of course, after the star that they've come to see comes out, they have, of course, forgotten that I exist. <laughs> this is the heartbreaking but... story of life at the top, isn't it? People don't see this side of it. This is <laughs> this is the great tragedy. Yeah. Um... Um... <laughs> no, but it is annoying that I, it, that is annoying. Yeah, the ones that remember they're they're, they're the fans. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you we just did a warm up in Oxford last night, um, and that was where was oh one on Friday. Uh, I was just doing a gig just in in Crawley, uh, which was just a nice gig. I'm trying to do a new thing this year where I just sort of plan less what I'm going to do when I'm up there. I on just stage. sort of have an idea of some new stuff. Yeah. So when I'm on stage, mm. I'm just like, I think if I if I tell these three, otherwise I'll sort of pepper in throughout what I think works in this room or whatever. Yeah, that is good. That is no that that style I think is nice. I remember you know when starting out you used to hear a lot of um comedians who'd been going a long time going, I oh, sort of just go up there and kind of work it out, work it out mm. on stage. I remember thinking, I don't know if I could ever do that or would ever want to do that. Because I've always been like, well no, like write the thing until it's funny, then tell someone. Don't just like Go up and see, <laughs> but I think there's somewhere nice in between it, isn't it? Where you've got yeah, I, I know this thing that I want to say. I know where the point that I want to get to, and yeah, I'll say it in the most natural way. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I know the things I want to say, but I'm gonna sort of maybe just go on my own route as we get there. Yeah, if there's a few ideas of some new stuff I want to try, I'll just like think about. Oh, I'll chuck that in there. 
just a bit looser. Yeah. I did it. I did um, between Christmas and New Year, between that swing, I did uh, three nights at the comedy store. And that's when I just thought something happens, doesn't it? Well, I guess it's because of around New Year that you just want to go in a bit fresh with the New Year. You're like, I want to come at this a bit differently. I want to yeah. do something different with my life, whatever. And mine was just yeah. to be a bit, because usually, just for the listener, if you don't know, like you'll put like a set list together and you'll be like, I'm going to say this, then that, then that, then this, then that, then that. And then you got there. Yeah. But then sometimes what happens if you do that too many times, you just become like, you you, you might as well not be there because you just yeah, sort of. Yeah, you, bec- you become dead. Yeah, it's if you, if you do the same thing every so you just have to go. Actually, I might say this and I might say that. We'll see what. And then that's yeah. as long as you know how you're going to start and end, you can really sort of play. And I think that comes across better, I think, in the room. But there is, yeah, the fine yeah. line between being super scripted and being, I'm just going to go up there and see what happens because uh, people have paid. <laughs> yeah. And also, George yeah. and I now both building up tours. I'm going on tour as of March. You're going on tour later this year. Yeah, yeah. Our first Although, tours, have... our first national <laughs> tours. Having just watched the Robbie Williams documentary, the idea of going on a tour is the most horrific thing I could think of. Oh, I don't know this documentary. Is it new? Uh, it's on Netflix now. Oh, I thought, um, this, I thought he just sat in his pants the whole time. Yeah, yeah, he does that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. But yeah, I added it to my list going... down here. Then I line through it straight away. No, he's, he's he is sat there. Yeah, correct in his underpants. Yes, for for some reason he's just wearing underpants all the time. Uh, but he is watching footage of his career and talking about it. That's right. That's why. He's oh, there. okay. Um, so he's talking about his big tours, and he's just watching uh, the like footage of all of his like career, through, like from take that all the way through. But it is good because it's like um, it's uh, they don't dwell on things that you've seen before and things that you know about him. It's more just like uh, going over his like psychological state. And right. I love documentaries like that as well. Where watched the Ronnie O'Sullivan one recently, and. I am not happy that these people are going through a bad time. I'm certainly not happy about that. But I think it's quite refreshing for the people at home to see, oh, those people who I thought had everything. Yeah. Actually, I would not want their life because they're just in like mental turmoil the whole time and not enjoying any of it. And you think, oh, that's not that's not the way to, to, to happiness. I used to think Ronnie O'Sullivan's got the perfect life. He's like the most gifted snooker player that's ever lived. It's, it's such a, a relaxed sport and fairly niche that you're not like mobbed in the street. But yeah, can, I, I just thought it's, it's great. He turns up, he's he, you can be a renegade in snooker without doing anything that wild. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he's a uh, he's asked the ref for. Uh, uh, if you can have a minute to uh, to have an to have an extra drink of his water, oh god, there's no tame in this guy. You know, yeah, what, what a character. <laughs> yeah, it's like so a wild uh... animal out there. <laughs> he like, so like, I, look I, at him, he, he chalked, and then he, and then he put it down, and he picked it up again, and he chalked it, and the whole time he looked at the opponent dead in the eye. This guy. There's no wonder the crowd at the Crucible are absolutely loving this. This is a breath of fresh air to the sport. Um, He's he's on his top bottom. Things are getting wild. 
etc etc yeah so it's uh <laughs> it's uh getting yeah getting a bit sexy there as well so that's uh but yeah it's uh... oh that just that's sorry that's just natural with me when <laughs> that, I just sort of that will sort come of voice that, I do. that will always come <laughs> I can't um, help it, George. <laughs> but yeah, so I, don't, I always thought, wow, what what a life these guys have. And oh, so yeah, my point being, uh, Robbie was watching back the footage of uh, his career and going on. To, and I think for me, the worst point was basically he was going on the biggest tour of his life whilst having the biggest breakdown of his life. And everything oh, wow. about the tour was just horrific the thought of doing another night the next night and traveling about again and going to leeds oh he had to go to leeds uh and it was just like <laughs> but, um uh, not, not, yeah, not, every... not my opinions people <laughs> it's, it's from the mancunian uh no i love the place but um yeah he, he had a bad time there <laughs> i um I, I actually do want to say this um uh, despite what George said, uh, tickets for our tour are available. Um, <laughs> but also, um, I am coming to Leeds. But also, I have a Leeds anecdote. So, please. <laughs> that was George trying not to cough. By the way, it looks like he's in tears. <laughs> I, I was saying please, but but my body was sort of like trying to fight it. So my my, my mind wants to hear Jake's anecdote, but my body's going no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Are you sure you want to hear it, George? <laughs> I'm sure, um, baby. So I, ever since I was a child, um, I've always been very shy of my parents seeing me do anything. So like, even to the point, where like if I had school plays, I would be like, you can't come. And then right as I was about to go on, I remember thinking, oh, I do sort of wish they were here. Turns out. As I've grown older, they've admitted they were, you know, they were at the back behind the curtain. So they weren't there the whole time. But like, even if I was like playing football, I seem to be okay with my dad watching me. But I remember playing football once and it was a, I think a big, quite a big tournament. Because I remember there was actually like, um, like, a, like it was in, I don't know, it must have been like a local football teams on their pitch or something. Because it was like, it was actual bit of a stadium there. It was like a seating area, like rate seats. Oh, yeah. And I remember running with the ball. I must have been maybe nine, ten years old, running with the ball down the line. I looked up, but all I saw was my mum sat in the stands, and she'd never—I didn't. She'd never seen me play football, and so with another I just... man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have given me an actual excuse to stop. Instead, <laughs> I just saw her. I put my foot. I was, we were literally. I'm breaking through on goal, and I put my foot on the ball and pretended I thought I'd heard the ref whistle. And then uh, to stop oh, the game. Really? And then I just put, uh, pretend I was injured and <clears throat> refused to play. I just, I've always been very, wow. I've never liked my parents. Oh, me you're like, you, were, you, were, you did that because you weren't happy with her being there. You were like, I am not, I yeah. am not going to score this goal if that woman is in the stands. <laughs> it's more that if I don't <laughs> score, she's there. She's seen it. And I can't, uh, yeah. you know, and then I, I need to, oh, no, I understand to that. tonight. I, yeah, I understand that without trying to derail your anecdote too much. Uh, first of all, there's a great technique there from your parents of of now saying to you, "Oh no, we were there the whole time. We were just hiding behind the curtains." That's great for any parent who who doesn't actually want to go to their kids' stuff, but they can cover themselves in in later life and just you know. That's true. No, oh yeah, oh, well, oh, we I was there. there. Sure, sure, I was there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, yeah, I totally uh, get that thing of of like 
gig. I hate gigging in front of people I know, and my gigging yeah. in front of my parents. It just like it just makes me feel feel sick. And it's only yeah, hmm. I think the moment that you are probably on stage and you're having a good gig, or even when you when you've come off and you've had a really nice one, you think ah, oh, it would have been quite nice if they'd have seen that. But that any time yeah. before you're just like I just can't face them being there. So, yeah, ex- as you were. that's exactly it. That, that's it. And then, so whenever I'm watching like these films where it's like, um, you know, in, in like an American film, and like the child's got a recital, and they're like saying to the dad, "You better be there." And then yeah. I'm like, "Ah, I'm like, I, ho- I hope you have to stay late at work." <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so, uh, Michael and I, we were up in Leeds, um, doing uh, two tired. nights there. Michael McIntyre, I apologise. We're, um, we're doing leads. Jake just calls him oh, Michael. That's how, that's how close they are. Just calls Sorry, him George Michael. Lewis, would you prefer me to do this for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I walk out. Usually, I, I honestly, I can't tell you enough. These Michael McIntyre gigs are amazing. And I love them. And the audience are great. People always say, you know, you know, what are the audience like of like, if I open for like, Ramesh or George and I have both both opened. Sorry, Ramesh Rangan Nathan. Oh, and George and I have both opened <laughs> yeah. for like Tom Allen or something, right? People say, "Oh, what are the audience like?" But for Michael McIntyre, the audience are just the general public, right? I say it's like, yeah. um, it's going into a supermarket, sweeping everybody up and putting them in an arena. Like it's just the public who leave the house, yeah. right? So, um, I went out first time it's ever happened. I walk out on stage and. It turns out Leeds are selling at the arena there. They sell like these double pints. So it's uh, like yeah, two yeah, pints. Everyone's yeah. got like a bucket of beer. And then um, I walk out and there's these lads sort of about five rows back and they're going, ooh, ah, yeah, ooh, ah, yeah, as I walk out, which oh, is like just not the energy. And also, God. so the issue is Leeds Arena is about, I think, about like 12,000 people. These guys are four rows back. So obviously anybody... 20 rows back and further cannot hear that this is happening so you have to just ignore it and then yeah um, yeah i think for context for people listening because if you because the, the comedians would usually if that happens in a club a comedian will address it because you're thinking well the whole crowd heard that i can't just pretend yeah. it didn't happen you'll say yeah. something to them like um oh i don't come into your workplace and uh you know say who are you <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah please don't do it to me thank you yeah but in in if, you, if you're doing a big show it's uh it feels unnatural but you have to just ignore it because if you start talking to those people people who are uh, probably thousands of people are going what who's he talking to yeah what, he... exactly then you end up having to repeat everything they're saying back to you it just yeah. it doesn't work so you have to just ignore <laughs> it so it's i so i'm then they're nice guys as well. Whenever I tell a joke, they laugh. But then what they do is they're reacting to the setup. So like, I would say like, um, at one point I went, um, I was in Sainsbury's the other day. And they're like, Tesco's, Tesco. And you're like, I mean, come on. Uh, like, I don't know what you want. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want, okay. Um, no, want, that is I, good. I, I, that is good. Tesco, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> and later on, I then say, um, I've got epilepsy. And one of them goes, ugh. And you know, I mean, I can't do anything with this. I just have to plow through this gig. I'm just whatever. Ugh. And I'm just doing my stuff thinking I cannot wait to get off this stage. Yeah. Even though they are laughing, it's just annoying. It's a bit like, like trying to like having them there 
was like trying to like drive while there's a wasp in the car. You go, yes, I'm, I'm getting through this, but it would be so much easier if that was not in here and I need to yeah. do something about it, right? Um, so I I finish, it's fine, it's over. I leave, I'm backstage, I go, I hated them. I'm like, that mm. was, ugh, like, that. the guys were saying that. And then now because it's a McIntyre geek, he's about to go on. So I'll say to the, like, I won't say to Michael, but I'll say to like the tour manager, I'm like, people in the front row about four rows back, yeah, they're going to want to keep an eye on them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I speak to, um, you've got like an assistant there uh, who looks after us and she's like, how was that? And I'm like, ooh, I was like, couldn't stand them. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, you looked like you weren't having too much fun, but it was good. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, big me up a bit. I was like, thank you very much. <laughs> I, anyway, I get back, I check my phone and I have a picture comes through on WhatsApp of me on stage and it's from my mum. She was one of the lads. <laughs> Four rows back. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> no, I love Tesco. you. Really. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, oh, I was, couldn't believe it. But then. Oh God. So you, so you, your mum didn't know, you didn't know your mum was in. That's, that's the, no you, you were thinking. They're I've had, I've had, what to me as the comedian feels like a horrible gig. And often after yeah. that, you console yourself by going, well, that's a room full of people who are in a city that I don't live in, that I don't go to. So yeah, I, I don't need to think about it. It's, it's away like from me. And then, then suddenly they forgot I exist. McIntyre. The woman who froze you from the stands at 12 years old when you were through on goal. And it turns out they, they picked the gig that they like, that they could, they were available for that. They at least thought I would suspect them being at. Right. And it, it, in the end, it was nice because I got to bring them backstage and be like, look what's around him, address the room, show around everything. Yeah. And, th- and then they were saying, oh, no, people around us, they loved, everyone was laughing, da, 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 it was amazing. And then I went out to see them in like the main bit and people were like, come up to me and shake my hand. So actually ended up helping because I was like, oh, I would have just hidden away and just never returned to Leeds. Yeah. Apart from we had to do that next night and I've got a tour show there. But <laughs> it was just that awful moment where I thought, well, at least it's done now. And then my mum, and I, uh, I, I felt so sick. I was like, this is, that couldn't have been worse. Of all the gigs yeah. like, in my entire career for them to come to. But luckily they were so far back. There's no way I could have like, technically, I think any other place in the country, the distance between the two of us is probably like three postcodes away. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, if I'd exactly, seen them yeah. on stage, I'm freezing. And oh I'm God, going, imagine that. I'm, I'm... You'd have looked, looked away from the lads who were shouting Tesco or whatever at you and caught just sight see of my your mother there. there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But you will be going to Leeds. That's the point. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, I am playing Leeds. A, uh, I, I, I cannot stress this enough. A much smaller venue. Um, <laughs> I love Leeds. <laughs> I, yeah, and I am a big fan of Leeds and I'm there on the 17th of April. And that thought is not at all keeping me awake at night. So anyway, what I was going to ask you, George, <laughs> is... Yeah. Have you seen Saltburn? No. Can you watch it by next week? Yes. It's the, is, it, is it a sexy thing? Um, it depends what you're into. I'm going to say no, but there are things uh, okay. that are around the sexual activity... Uh, and include sexual oh, activity, it, but I imagine you're not into this. It's sexual adjacent. 
Um, okay. Um, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to feel very judged then when I, when I watch it, and I either think, oh no, this is exactly what I'm into, or it's something really normal, and you've gone, it's not something you'd be into. <laughs> I, I, I can, I can, I can safely say I am safe from any judgment <laughs> or that you might have or thought you might have. I mean, I, I, of course, won't mention it, but there are one, two, three scenes I can think of that are just like I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, okay, but right, all right. Um, I really like. I might butcher the name here. Is it Barry Keegan? Depends how you've how much you've butchered the name. I can't. <laughs> if you've butchered it so much, it's uh, like Bill Nye. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy. Um, it's um. He was in Killing of a Sacred Deer. This is all quite niche films he's been in and uh, Banshees have been a shearing. But this is probably, this film's done very well on like TikTok. This has probably put him into pop culture. In fact, what he's in, did you see the last uh, Batman film? The Robert Patterson one? No. Right. He's he's a, he's like a tiny cameo at the end, which means he's probably going to be in the next yeah, one. Right. Um, but it's just... What's interesting is like the film set in 2006, which is quite cool because it's showing university this is a f- life oh, around Oh, Salt then. Burns a film. Is, it's a film. Yes. I assumed it was a, a series. I, well, I just guessed. Ah, oh, no, no it's a, a film. film anymore. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a film on Amazon Prime. But if you oh, want... Yeah. Oh, well, I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. You can you can stop watching it every half an hour and turn it into a series if you want. You can turn it into like a four That's what I did with, with The Irishman. I found a thing online where it was like... Oh, Barry Keegan? Divide it up at... <laughs> Me and him did it. <laughs> yeah, there's a film where you, you you could divide it up and pretend it was a series, which was just what I did. Saltburn, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Um, okay. Definitely. And the, the listener, if you want to uh, watch it. Actually, it's not really a film you want to... It's a big pop culture thing, but it is quite disturbing in a few parts. Just, just a, just a heads up. Uh-huh. Don't watch it with uh, your children or your parents. Okay, yeah. I mean, I was already thinking, when am I going to squeeze this in? Oh, perfect. I'm minding the kids, uh, so I just pop it on while they're like, uh... <laughs> oh no, make <laughs> no. sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you want to even sort of put a chair up against their sort of bedroom doors, just they have to knock to get out. It's probably <laughs> to, to save. Uh, That's the uh, uh, them. the Jake Lambert burglary <laughs> method, isn't it? They have got machetes as well, so yeah, that that could help me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. So for next, just, for next just, uh, week, also I'll, a heads I'll up. Get that watched. Just yeah. a heads up for the listener. I don't have children. That's not my parenting <laughs> tips. Just so um, we know the context of all this. Yes. Just, just so you know. Um, also, we should say you can get in touch if you have any questions mm. for us yeah. or feedback on the film. You can email us Jake and George Pod at gmail that is Jake and George Pod at gmail.com with with any questions or whatever, anything you want, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want at this stage, anything you want. I think we'll see what comes through, and then we might start, you know, giving a few rules pointers. Uh, but yeah, at this point, yeah, do what you want. Questions? If there's anything you want us to sort of talk about, we're just going to meet up every week and talk about our weeks and what we're up to, or uh, yeah. jump back. Uh, six years to uh, me being the victim of, of burglary or jump back further to George uh, le- letting everybody down with his behaviour at university. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I realise that you've processed a few traumas in this one already, Jake, haven't you? you sort of breakups, uh, parent issues, and stuff. Cheaper so, than therapy. More of that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll always listen. Um, maybe, maybe we <laughs> could all brilliant. watch Saltburn. It's a weird film to start on, but maybe we can start like a film club, and we have everyone watches a film over the next week. Oh, mate, this is ideal for me because I, uh, I'm always thinking, how can I? working more leisure time into my life that I could tell my wife is work. Um, Lovely. So, perfect. Ideal. Ideal. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll, I'll watch that this week. Can I ask, you've been slagging off London quite a bit. Don't worry, I'm not going to suddenly um, <laughs> apprehend you. Is it, there's, there's a framed picture behind you and, and it's clearly off somewhere and it ends in D-O-N. Is that of London? <laughs> oh, is that I what that is? I realise that was there. Let me just shift the it camera for you. Like, all I can see, just for the listener, is this big, quite, <laughs> quite big framed picture. And it's, it's enormous. Like, it's got like an England thing next to it. And I can just see D-O-N. And I was like, is that going to be of London? Because like George has been slagging of London the whole time. And he's got this bubble wrap frame picture I'll sh- behind I'll him against the bookshelf. So how, how just how big this is. It's up to his waist. It's yeah. up to his waist. And I didn't realise he wasn't wearing trousers. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, George, also, can I ask? There's yeah. a yellow book on your bookshelf. Is that The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell? Just above the globe. What did you say? Uh, the Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell. It is The Night She Disappeared by Lisa Jewell. No way! That's well, I mean, well done. That is. Because I can't uh... read it. It's so far away. But, but there's such a classic. I did, it must look like a Lisa Jewell book, but also every. Every book that comes out that is about crime, basically, yeah. is like a, a navy blue background with yellow writing and then like yellow at the side. Yes. They're all, and you can go, this is going to be a crime <clears throat> novel. Oh, I sometimes think that. I sometimes, I mean, we'll wind this up in a second, but I sometimes think, surely there's a market. Having <laughs> written a book, by the way, and, and know how much you put into writing a book and basically yeah. how small the financial rewards are, I'm sure. What always annoys me, actually, is I'll go on, Mine and always a few places up in the Amazon charts is just like Dad Jokes Three, Dad Jokes Seven, <laughs> and I think they put nothing into that and they're outside. Hey, I worked every very single... hard, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought surely you just you just make a book with a cover like that that you described yeah. that color scheme, and I do that if I'm buying them from my wife. I think that looks like the type of book she'd buy. Oh, get yep. that for you know as a little stocking filler or something. So, yeah, I yep. think um, I think there's a scam to be had. Yeah, uh, and then all you have to do is put a, the title has to be put a woman somewhere. She's the woman's either yeah. on the platform, on the train, in the window. <laughs> yeah, she's somewhere. Put a woman <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Blue yeah, book, woman somewhere writing. mundane, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the woman at the dry cleaners. <laughs> I mean, we'll workshop it. Two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking this is foolproof, and then I've done two examples which you would never buy. <laughs> I think I think yeah. Dad jokes three is safe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Remember to um, right. what do they say? Is it subscribe? Subscribe and yeah. like give us a rating. It'd be good yeah. if we could sort of go up the charts, you know, or you know, if as long as you liked it. Do what feels like the right, but also the nice thing to do, to you know, for for another person. Is but that, don't do that three. That means nothing. Three stars. You might as well just leave it. It's it's <laughs> it's either five or keep it to yourself. I think. 
<laughs> right, we've run over quite a bit. We should leave this. All, All right. right, see you next week. See you, mate. Bye.